You are listening to the One Life Podcast by Stena Fitness, where we share our tips, journey, and failings to help you maximize your one life. Hey, let's do this. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to episode seven. This one's all about being a player, not a fan. So I've been reading this book called There's No Plan B for Your A-Game by Bo Eason. You may have heard of it. He is an ex-NFLer and he's also done some Broadway plays. So he's got quite the mix. I don't know if he's in Broadway. Yeah, he did. He wrote a play and then he performed it. But I'm still reading the book, so I don't know how that worked out. But um, So one of the concepts he discusses is being a player, not a fan. So this is kind of a huge, huge, huge... um, topic right now in professional development so i've been reading this book for the past four to six weeks and yeah it's taken me a while to get through books because i usually have three to four on the go at one time and i read about 10 pages every evening and a few pages in the morning so takes me a bit but i like to have a couple things on the go at once so we're going to unpack this concept and discuss how we can all become players in our lives and not just fans so first of all first of all First off, off. (laughs) I can't even talk. Okay, so I'm just going to say this. We just recorded probably half of this podcast and then it got deleted. So you know you're a true podcaster when you have to repeat it. So that is why (laughs) I feel like I've been here before. So deja vu. So first off, what are we drinking today, Kev? Well, I just finished a run, and so I'm having some pineapple-flavored sparkling water. Uh, And Julie is calling back summer, spring, and beach time with a rosé, and I think it's... It's a 2019 Chardonnay Pinot Noir from South Africa. Very fancy. (laughs) Uh, And and we just last night had to cancel our accommodation for a trip to Hawaii um, that likely won't be happening uh in april and may and so i think that's why we probably have the tropical flavors and the summer wine on the go i was so excited when i found the pineapple bubbly i was just like and the tag or what's it called the The tab the tab says aloha on it so another time Today's episode is going to look like this so first off we're going to start about talking about the difference between a player and a fan And then Kevin's going to roll into why we need a specific plan. And then we'll finish it off with how to get past these roadblocks. And of course, the finale of every episode, the fail of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, okay, let's go back to where we're starting. So what's the difference between a player and a fan? So this is based off the book that I was telling you about. There's no plan B for your A game. And it's kind of based on sports analogies, but they can be applied to any scenario in life. So essentially, a fan is someone who has dreams, but they're passive in their life. They watch their life go by and essentially is only just a consumer of their life. So if you compare that to the sports analogy, so if you compare that to a fan watching a football game, for example... They're going to be the ones sitting in the lazy boy, <laughs> yelling at the ref, blaming everyone else for what's going on. Eating uh, crappy food, drinking TV. crappy drinks, <laughs> and then feeling not so good the next day. Whereas the player, I mean, essentially players, yeah, you're going to watch some sports. You're going to watch play-by-plays. You're going to be specific in what you consume 
in order to help you achieve your goals. So you're not going to sit there for four hours and watch someone else achieve their goals. So think about like Instagram is kind of taking over the world right now. So the comparison is always a thief of joy. So never compare yourself to anyone. So if you you're sitting there watching someone live their best life and you're just sitting there scrolling, you got to stop that scroll and dig into your goals and, and stop being a fan essentially of their life. So you got to be a player of your own life. Yeah, and I think one of the ways to look at it is fans are the ones sitting in the stadium yelling at the players and as much as we think plans fans have a role to play in the game no they really don't right they're passive they're consuming it the players on the field are the ones who are dictating what happens they have goals they have strategies and they're executing on that so when you do an audit of your life in what areas are you a fan in what areas are you just sitting passive and watching life go by or watching other people dictate how that area of your life is going by. And then what other areas are you a player? In what areas do you have goals that you're looking to achieve and you're dictating how your life is going in that area to meet and execute those goals? And that's why I kind of look at the difference between the two. Yeah, and you're like if you're if you are a player, then you're acting, you have action, you have an action plan and that all breeds confidence as opposed to uh, just being, you know, a fan who's in inaction and does not have the confidence. So it's like Newton's law. An object in motion <laughs> tends to stay in motion. An object at rest it tends to stay at rest. Or if you if you kind of kind of relay this to a real life example in real estate for like this is one of our side hustles is investing in real estate. And you know, often people get kind of stuck in analysis paralysis. So if you are overanalyzing and never making a move that's where you're always going to be so I mean you have to fail and you have to learn from those mistakes in order to achieve and take action and get ahead and it's always going to be an upward slope but there may be some dips in there yeah and I think it's really important that you know take action piece because when you're taking action it helps to alleviate stress and I'm going to talk about this later but to go back to the player fan analogy you know if you're watching in my case a bike race when I'm not in the bike race, I'm extremely stressed most of the time, wondering who's going to attack, how my you know favorite's going to respond, because I have no control over it. I can do nothing sitting here thousands of kilometers away from the race. But when I'm in a bike race or in a triathlon, I don't feel that same stress because I can take action and I have a plan that I'm trying to execute to achieve my goals. So I think having action it really helps to alleviate that that stress and makes being a player a lot more enjoyable than being a fan. And it's definitely easier said than done. It's something that we're all working at. And we're going to share some tips later on on how to make a plan and how to achieve this. But in reading this book, I was kind of having deja vus because I was like, yeah, I do like watching sports, but I'm not going to be the one that even sits there for a whole hockey game. Like I'm going to be doing my core. I'm going to be doing my stretching. I'm going to be prepping food, making healthy food. You're taking action towards your goals. Yeah, I'm taking action. Or for even like, so my sport, swimming, so even if I'm going to be watching a swim race, I'm going to be analyzing their technique. How many fly kicks are they doing off the wall? Or how far you go with your underwater pulls. I mean, those are all nitty gritty details regarding the sport of swimming, but that really goes along with anything like you. Like what were you saying earlier? I, I think you just want to be intentional with your time. 
and it's whether you're you know watching swimming or you know dictating some aspect of your life or with rest right we're not saying don't rest and don't relax but be intentional with that you know i'm going to sit down and watch netflix for however long and i'm okay with that because this is the time i need to to rest i'm so bad at that i'll just be working 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 i'm all like day. I'm, I'm excellent at rest and, and he is not <laughs> all right should I'm we getting move, better should we move not. on to plans and roadblocks yeah so let's move on to why why we need a plan okay so with that i'm going to talk about why you need the a plan and the importance of having that plan and a plan is important you know, really for the obvious reason, and that is it helps you um, set out a map for your success, right? And it lets you lay it out and work backwards. So I want to get to point B by six months from now, and I can work back and, and take tiny steps each month, each week, and each day to help me get there. And without a plan, you're just kind of you know, shooting darts in the dark, so to speak. And you're kind of hoping, you know, the dots line up at the end. But if you can have that plan and that goal in mind and work backwards, then, you know, your chance of success is going to be, you know, greatly enhanced. And that's the obvious reason. And we're not going to spend a lot of time on that because I'm sure everyone, you know, knows about that and is comfortable doing that. But I think the importance of having a plan is really in two different ways. And the first way is that, and we talked about this, it alleviates stress. Because if I have a goal, but I don't know how I'm going to get there, then I fixate and stress about it because I don't have a plan and I feel like I'm just, you know, spinning my wheels. And we're stuck here in a Canadian winter. And you know what happens when you're backing out of your driveway into a snowbank and you're just spinning your wheels not going anywhere. You get frustrated. And that's the same thing when I have a goal and no plan how to get there. I spin my wheels, I get stressed, um, and I'm not going anywhere. So that's one way I think having a plan can really help. It brings that stress level down because I know where I'm going and what I need to do each day, each week, each month, each year, maybe each decade to get there, right? These are often long-term plans. So, you know, so the other way that helps, because oftentimes these end goals are quite a ways out, is a plan helps us build momentum because we know what we're doing each day or each week. And we hit those daily or weekly targets, we have wins, right? We build momentum. And so when you have a plan and you get those small daily wins, and it could be really small. It could be, I drank my four glasses of water today. Four liters. Oh, right, but maybe some people with yeah, four glasses four, to start with. Well, I know. It should be four liters. <laughs> it should be four liters. <laughs> but you, you create those daily wins. And a plan helps you recognize that you are winning because you're meeting those daily, weekly, monthly, yearly targets. And so it's also important to celebrate those wins, right? Because how often do we celebrate wins? You know, not very often. We need to be better about that. Well, we're not. Well, I think we can all improve. And actually, we're doing a midweek podcast on Wednesday or Thursday about that. Um, so tangent alert there. But, you know, just to recap here, and I'll let Julie jump in. Plans are important, obviously, because it lets you work backwards and create a and create a you know a course of action to get you to a goal. But I think more importantly, plans are important because it alleviates stress. You know what you're doing every day to achieve that goal that may be you know a year or decades out. The other part is is that it creates that momentum. It creates a feedback feed feedback loop. You know, I made my success for today. 
I got my win, I celebrated that win, and I'm excited for tomorrow to go and get another win. And that feedback loop just creates uh, momentum and really lets you go forward as a player because you're taking concrete, actionable steps to get. Okay, let's move into how to get past the roadblocks. So we all have these problems. We all we all can't be perfect all the time. So it, we all have issues trying to be a player and following up with our plan. So we hit stops and stalls along the way. And a lot of these stops and stalls present as distractions. So one way to get past these is to make a list of all the distractions that you have that are stopping you from getting going. So get out a piece of paper, post it, whatever, draw a line right down the middle, write down all of your stop, stall, and distractions on one side, all of them. So for example, this is in, in Bo's book, he gives some of these examples, and I think these could relate to most of us. So social media, mindlessly scrolling social media, um, watching Netflix, like, oh, everyone says, oh, I'm too busy. I don't even have an hour to do anything, but watching two hours on Netflix. Oh, no problem. Yeah, I can do that. And we're guilty of that. The imposter is Netflix. Excellent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like unsupportive friends or relationships. Do you have huge goals and your friends are just not supportive of you? Well, then write that down there. The people that you're spending time with, negative people in your life. Do you have a positive mentor? Or are you looking for something like that? Do you have... I don't know any other distractions. Can you think of any? Like not having food prepared for the week, not having your menu, not having your list. And it's, and it's bigger things too. It could be, you know, fear of failure, fear of making that phone call that maybe is going to help you get to the next level, you know, fear of asking your boss for a raise. There's all kinds of things. And I think when you do this list, it's not going to be comfortable. And you need to go pretty deep with it and go personal with it. And don't be embarrassed. No one else is seeing the list. No one's going to see the list. So on the other side of the list, you want to write down how are you going to get rid of all these distractions and give yourself a timeline. Like some of them you'll be able to get rid of like tonight, like right away. And then some of them they're going to take a year or longer. So, and this is something that we, we always kind of work on mentally, but we haven't actually written down a distraction list. So we're going to be working through this this week. And I think it'll be really good just to have them written down. So it'll be a living document. And just like you keep your goals, I don't know, some people keep their goals in their bathroom or they write them on their mirror and post it. So this is this distraction list. You want to keep it somewhere where you see it every day. So it's going to be in the front of your mind and it'll just always remind you of these distractions that you need to get rid of and cross them off as you go and it's going to be living documents you're going to be adding new distractions as they show up in your life okay I'll give a personal example because this is so this is the people pleaser in me this is the I'm here for you I will answer your message right away and I've always been like this to my friends my family my colleagues my co-workers so this is something that I'm really working on and I've actually written it down today on this heart-shaped post-it <laughs> this is what I am going to do to solve this so I've also put it in my phone so from 8 to 8.30, I am setting a 30-minute window to check and respond to messages. 1 to 1.30 and 8 to 8.30 again at night. So I've set those three 30-minute periods into my phone, into my calendar. 
And I may also set an alarm in there so I don't forget. Um, and it's, it's going to be hard because I like to write back to people right away. I just, I don't like to leave people waiting. I don't like... And just to circle back to the beginning, the reason you're doing this and putting these three 30-minute blocks in your day is because the distraction you had was as soon as you got a message, you feel like you had to respond right away. Oh, yeah, I feel like I need to deal with doing. it. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I'm always like, oh, this person has a question. Oh, my gosh, one of my clients, they, I don't know, they fell and they... They slipped and they hurt their ankle and they need to know what to do. So I need to know that like, like when I message someone, I do not expect a response right away. I mean, I respect, expect them pretty quick because I'm fast to respond to people, but not instantaneous. So really need to work on that. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, that's a, a, a nice example. And really just to recap now, what we talked about today is we talked about, you know, taking an audit of your life. And look for areas where you're right now a fan, but you want to be a player. Maybe that's work, maybe that's relationships, maybe that's dreaming big. I don't know, but take that audit. Where are you a fan? Where do you, where do you want to become a player? Once you've identified that area or areas, you're going to make a plan. How am I going to be more intentional in this area of my life? How am I going to become a player in this area of my life? Right? Figure out what that goal is, what that looks like, and then work backwards to create your plan of action to get you there, right? Because you're a player. You're listening to this because you're a player. So make that plan of action to reach that goal. Players only beyond this point. <laughs> I should write that on my mirror. Players, Players only. Players only. Actually, we should have said that at the start. No, I mean, if we're you're, all learning. We're all learning. Yeah, but I mean, there's... If you're listening to this, though, and you've got this far, you're, you're a, a player. player. Okay. Um... You're going to come into lots of roadblocks and they're going to seem crazy big and insurmountable. That's cool. Make your distraction list, make your list of stops and stalls, come up with strategies and time frames to overcome that. Um, and if you stick to that plan, stick to that list of how to overcome challenges, you know, you're going to get there and your life is going to be freaking awesome. So, you know, don't give up if you're feeling frustrated reach out to us. We're happy to, you know, chat you through it. Yeah, drop uh, us a, a message and in the comments. It would be awesome if you guys could comment and tell us a couple distractions that you guys are working through because we probably have the same ones. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed. Probably, Our list will be long. Probably work together <laughs> on this. Yeah, I mean, this is collaborative, right? Like the rising tides floats all boats or however that goes. I probably butchered it. But you know what I mean, right? We're Rising all here. tide lifts all ships. That's the one, right? We're all here to help <laughs> each other. So you know, we hope you found that useful. And without further ado now, fail of the week. Okay, so I'll start us off with the fail of the week. So, of course, we have more than one fail this week <laughs> and every week. But this is the one that we've narrowed it down to. So we like to try to give you a variety of our fails. And, and, and just... <laughs> In case you're new to the show, the reason we do fail the week is because we want to normalize failing, right? It's okay to fail. That's how we, you know, learn. That's how we become confident. That's how we get better. So we want to normalize it. 
And that's what we talk about every episode. Okay, so sometimes you have big plans, and we always have big plans, and you hit roadblocks, and we always hit roadblocks. Um, so we've experienced this recently with our property investing business. So if you don't, for those of you that don't know, we are we are also investment property um, investors, and we have a company called Solia Properties. So right now we are looking to purchase a couple properties, but we are waiting and relying on someone to get back to us. So we're kind of stuck in stall mode and we're not able to move forward until we hear back from this person. And because it's not in our local area, that just adds a whole other ball of wax to it. But it's also a positive note because we get to invest other places. But for whatever reasons, there are delays in getting this response. So we've just been waiting in limbo and not kind of doing anything so yeah and what we realized is you know this is a fail on us you know there's lots of things we can be doing while we wait for for people to get back to us right you know you look at the list of things we want to do in relation to that business and it's long and the different markets we want to research and different you know strategies we want to research the list is long right so just because one aspect of that is delayed we've let it you know pause everything and that's ridiculous. Like, why are we doing that? Well, we hit a roadblock and we let it... because we have like five other businesses that we're working on. <laughs> we, let it, we let it grow out of, out of, you know, bigger than it should have been, right? There's no, there's no reason for it, but we did. Um, and we didn't take the time to focus on other areas of that, you know, business where we could have strengthened our, our skills and knowledge base. So that was a fail on our part. Um, but the important thing is recognizing it. And, and moving past it. So, you know, I think that brings today's episode to a close. I hope that you all learned something. And, you know, if you knew of the player fan analogy before, I hope it, you know, lets you stay, take stock of your life. And if you hadn't heard about it before, and this is something relatively new to me, you know, I hope it, you know, really gets you thinking uh, and lets you look at your life in a critical light. Um, another thing is we're going to start trying to do two podcasts a week. So we'll do the, the bigger one, you know, usually on the weekend. And then we're going to pop in midweek uh, for kind of a, a short, less than 10 minute type podcast. And the goal with that is just to be kind of positive, uplifting, give some fun tips and tricks uh, middle of the week. And we hope you enjoy that. So, so keep a lookout for that. And until next time. You know, Keep on maximizing your one life. Yeah, so we'll see you guys. We'll talk to you guys later this week. So yeah, keep living that one max life. Thanks for listening, guys. And if you love this episode, and if you have friends who also want to maximize their one life, we would so appreciate if you like, comment, and share this with your friends so we can keep these episodes coming. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Julie Stanner and at KStan81. Or drop us a comment and a DM with your questions. We'd be happy to chat with you guys. As always, contact us at stannerfitness at gmail.com. And don't forget to maximize your one life. Thank you.